Continuing the topic of the unsolved murder. So yesterday we talked about the circumstances when you do the mitzvah. Today we're going to talk about the criteria necessary really for this, uh, this egla, arufa, this, this uh, calf. Things around that basically. Okay, Aleph. Ain din arufa the deen of Egla Rufa only exists in Eretz Yisrael. Out in Chutzl Eretz, you find an unsolved murder, there's no such concept. The Dafka Mitzvah Eretz Yisrael. The Chem Be'avayadin also applies the eastern side of the Yardin. Now, the eastern side of the Yardin is considered Eretz Yisrael only in certain regards. Some regards, yes, some regards, not. It's not the Pilpah, right? So over here, it's considered Eretz Yisrael. Now, will it be relevant in the three new lands after Mashiach comes? Do those three lands have all the criteria of Yardin? I guess actually truly the question makes no sense because at that point since Eretz Yisrael is, going to be com- is already completely conquered and then you expand the border anything you conquer has, has a din of Eretz Yisrael proper so alright base Eg Rufa this calf that's going to be decapitated it has to be in its second year or less it can't yet have reached its second birthday so to speak in other words if the calf is born Rosh Hashanah the last day of the month of El the next year it's already lived the full year once Rosh Hashanah comes again now it's a year and a day. Then the next Chavtes El comes, it's still kosher, but now once it experiences its third Rosh Hashanah, the one it was born on, the one it turned one years old on, now it's third one where it's already, it's, it's third Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah of life, that's already a, considered two years in one day and therefore it's, it's, therefore it's, it's no longer kosher. Let's finish halacha, please. If however it was two years old and one day, meaning in our example, if it was born in Aleph Tishrei and on uh, Aleph Tishrei Tavshin Pei, so then, Aleph Tishrei Tavshin Pei Beige becomes possible. Psula, it's possible. However, the movement are not an issue. The age is a problem. Movement are not a problem. So it's like a car. It's not like a carbon in this regard. Nonetheless, if the animal was a treifa, if it had an illness or an injury that made it treifa, won't survive for the year. As in the halachas of treifas, still it's possible. Kapar never kachim. It has the word kapar like kachim, just like a carbon is possible in all cases if it's treifa, regardless of whether mum is an issue, like by by a bird, for example, mum is not an issue, but treifas is an issue. So that case, it's like it's like a carbon in the sense that. Trefus is an issue, so mum is not a problem, but Trefus is a problem. Yes, Mr. Sof, what's the deal? I said if it is one other and two other, but one year is one other, but one year is two other. So two that, that... Which, which other, 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 become complete? Uh, Good question. Now that, that question is negated a chlal to kol tarakul, not to overhear necessarily. How do you apply it to all the, all the halachas of Teda? Our mitzvah, all these things. Okay, it's a separate conversation. Gimel. Kala v'edis ha'psulah says ha'egla k'meisha p'lesh ha'am kapar aduma. What? We're counting Rosh My example was the animal was born in Aleph Tishrei. You could say it's born in Chav Gimeladir. Point is, is that is, is that once experiences Chav Gimeladir Tavshin Pei, it's born. Chav Gimeladir Pei Aleph, it turns one. Chav Beis Adar Tavshin Pei Beis, still kosher, but Chav Gimeladir Chav Gimeladir to renounce its third its third time to have that day in its life. It turns to it turns its second birthday, if you will, our analogy. It's called two years and day. It's possible. Any type of work with the animal disqualifies this calf, just like we learned in the laws of Paraduma. It says, with which no work has been done. That's a criteria necessary for the animal to be kosher for this mitzvah. Now then, Pasta continues, that no yoke was placed upon it. I believe that's the Lushan. Why does it have to say that there's no yoke placed upon it if it says no work was done with it? Obviously, if you never did work, you never put a yoke on it. 
Because if there's a yoke put on it, there was work done with it, right? That's what yoke is for. Shukail ha'elim shava. This lechayda, not doing work, includes any kind of service, whether it's yoke or no yoke. So how is an oil relevant? The yoke disqualifies the animal if you put a yoke on it, even if the animal didn't work. Once the animal pulls a yoke one tefach, not for the purposes of work. Not for the, you, you put the yoke on it, you didn't want the animal to work. It wasn't, that wasn't the purpose. Whatever reason, you put it on it. But not the animal, the animal shouldn't walk anywhere. But the animal chose to pull it one tafach, Nifsa becomes disqualified. Even though it did not plow with it, it did not do malacha with it. That's the uniqueness of a yoke. A yoke it disqualifies it because it's made from malacha. By putting on it, that's it. However, other types of service, you want the cow to uh, push something, right? That disqualifies it only if it does that kind of work. But the fact that you uh, did some kind of mechanism to the cow or something to the cow, prepare it for the malacha, that does not disqualify it. Valid. Any malacha the cow does for the cow's own benefit. You're walking with the cow and you put your talus over the cow not to carry the talus. To protect the cow from the flies. Any place, that's not a problem. Even though technically speaking, you're happy that the cow is carrying your talus. That's not your intention. If however, does malacha not for its own benefit. You put your talus over the cow. The cow should carry it for you. That disqualifies the cow. All these details of the cow doing malacha, whether it passes it or not, are all the same as they are regarding the laws of paraduma. Except one chumra of eglarufa, unlike paraduma, is that... Uh, sorry, never mind. Good. Yes, the same thing. The chumra of paraduma over the eglarufa, I think, is that when you put a uh, when you put a yoke on the eglarufa, it's not disqualified till it pulls it one tefach. When you put the yoke on a paraduma, even if it doesn't move a muscle, it's possible, possible right away. Okay. Hey, ein eglarufa the din of decapitating the calf in the back of its neck to atone for this unsolved murder is only done in daylight hours, not at night. The fishinema kapara It says the word kapara atonement, just like carbonus only brought in the day. So this only, only, does, only happens during the day. So we see in some regards, the Egla Rufa has an halachas we learn from Karbanas. In some regards, we don't learn. So the entire day is kosher for the Egla Rufa. Morning, afternoon, late afternoon. Yeah. You do not, excuse me, you do not do two capitations of two animals at once. So two different cities, two different unsolved murderers. Fine, we'll meet together and we'll, we'll, we'll split the cost. We'll do one cow. Excuse me. We'll have, everyone has their own cow. But we'll have one long knife and we'll do it at once. doesn't work that way. You don't make mitzvahs burdensome. And doing this too, trying to, trying to you know, kill two birds with one stone, as they say, that's not appropriate for mitzvahs. Vav. The egg, this animal, you now have benefit from it, right? After it's killed, you can't take it and feed it to the dogs or to a guy or sell it. It's buried in the place you decapitated. Now, this is interesting because according to the Rambam, the Nachal Esau, where the calf is decapitated, is a rushing river. And it sounds like it's decapitated in the river. So how do you bury it there exactly? I'm not totally sure. Maybe it means either it's decapitated on the bank of the river, or that you decapitate it in the river, but it's buried on the bank. All right, in any event, once you bring the cow down to the Nachal, it becomes forbidden in Hana. Even though it did not yet do the decapitation. Because you will eventually do the decapitation in a legitimate way, the moment you bring it down there, 
uh, again, down because according to the Rambam, the Nachal Eisen is not a valley. That's Rashi and Chumash. According to the Rambam, it's just a river. But I guess when water flows, it's usually lower than the rest of the area, right? Water always goes down. So that's why he says it brings down there. When, it, when you take it to the river, it becomes possible. Again, how close to the river? Excuse me, it becomes also Bahana, right? And at that point, you might as well, if you say, you know what, eh, I like this calf, let's bring the other calf. You can't, there's no point, because now it's also Bahana. Once you bring it down there, you have to use this one apparently. It becomes also Bahana. The and therefore, if it dies after you bring it down there, before you have a chance to decapitate it, or some guy comes along before you do the mitzvah, the butcher comes along and he shechs it. He says, This is a quality cow, this is a shame, it's a waste. Let's shecht it and eat it, go find another one. Too late. Once you bring it, brought it down, it's also bahana, and therefore, it's also bahana, you bury it. You can't eat it, you can't sell it. In the event that it died by itself of fright before you did the mitzvah of decapitating it, you can't sell it to a non Jew or feed it to your dogs. You have to just bury it. Again, I, mean, I, think, I imagine it means bury it near the bank of the river. Because unless you mean to push it, dig in the river, but or not. All right, Zion. Nimtu Edim Zayim. If the witnesses became refuted, Edim Zayim, of course, means that witnesses testify and then other witnesses come along and refute them saying that you guys could not be saying the truth because you couldn't have seen what happened, right? Harazim would testify, no, retroactively... This, the whole thing is proven to be a mistake and therefore the cow is permitted to derive benefit from. Which witnesses are we talking about over here? So Zanam explains, Ketzah, this goes to your question about yesterday, one aide comes along and says, I saw the murder, finished. Now we learned yesterday in Perak that when even a single witness says he saw the murder, that's not considered a completely unsolved mystery and therefore the mitzvah of the Eglomuf is not done. So one it says, I saw what happened. I saw who did it. And for that reason, Benzin, is, there's no obligation to do this mitzvah. What do you do with this testimony of one witness? Is there anything we can do to the potential murderer? We learned about that. Benzin has ways of punishing the person. But in any event, the mitzvah of now is irrelevant because it was a witness. And then come along two other witnesses. The chishuv and they dispute him and they say, they tell him, you couldn't have seen it. You're claiming you saw the murder that happened in this place this time. You're with us on the other side of town at that time. You couldn't have seen what happened. So now the original guy who says, I saw it, is, is, is reinstated as, as believable. And therefore the, 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 the decapitation should not transpire. The chishuv it should transpire, excuse me. Because of the two... So, sorry, sorry, I apologize. Yes, the two people said you couldn't have seen it and therefore the decapitation should happen. There were, there were no witnesses to the murder. You're saying you saw it. You're a liar. Therefore, assuming there's no witnesses to this unsolved murder, they separated Eglad Rufa to do the mitzvah. They brought it to the river. The Arpal PM to do the decapitation based on, based on the two witnesses who are saying that there, was no, no, that there were no witnesses. But then two others came along and said, you two guys are saying that he's a liar because he was with you across town at that time. You're the liars. You were with us in, the, in Australia at that time. Right? And therefore now the original guy is believed. That, so therefore there is a witness to the murder and therefore there's no mitzvah to do it. So what do you do with this cow now? Retroactive, the whole thing is irrelevant. Therefore in this case it is Murtabahana. The cow is allowed to be eaten, sold, etc. Because now the whole question of an unsolved murder is irrelevant. We now know that there was a witness. There's no mitzvah to do this decapitation. And therefore this calf goes back to being as if this whole story never happened. So in the previous halacha we talked about it's also from the moment that you go down to the river. That's because it's going to eventually be decapitated and it proves to be that's the case. So anybody who tries to benefit from it by riding it, for example, is doing an avera when you, de- when you decapitate it. But if retroactively it's clarified there's no need to do decapitation and the cow is not going to decapitate it, therefore, it's mutabhana. Ches. 
Now, obviously, we're not allowed to use it because we don't know that it's going to be mutar bahana. But the moment it's clarified that, oh, there's no need to do this, take the calf and go home. I guess give the money back to the people in the city. Shafted and make a barbecue for everybody. Because remember, the whole city pays collectively. What if, because this murder is unsolved, you're about to do the mitzvah of decapitation and then they catch the murderer? Again, in this case, because it was not yet decapitated, because we now know who the, who the, who the murderer is, therefore the cow goes back to the regular. The cow goes back to pasture. There's no mitzvah to decapitate. It's even better. The, the guy that says that. Uh, um, what, what did the first witness say? That the, I didn't see anybody. In the previous case? No, in this case. In this case, the, the, no, in this no, case, I didn't see, I didn't see no, in this case, there's no witnesses. We find this dead body. Who killed me? I have no idea. Right. We're prepared to do, to do the mitzvah at Rufo. We're take the cow down to the river. Two people come running and they say that, that just now in Benison, two people walked in and they say they saw, they saw, uh, they, they, they saw who was, they pinpointed him in Benison and arrested the murderer. And now he's being charged with murder. So now that's it. So it's not that and then Exactly. Exactly. In Nimtza Hedig, in other words, the murder was discovered. Now, what if the two people are saying we saw, we saw, we saw who did it? Well, clearly, they, they, they didn't necessarily find the murderer. You see, Nimtza Hedig means you find the murderer. Well, you didn't find the murderer, but you did find that there was somebody who says we saw it happen. We don't know who it was. It was too far away, but we saw it happen. Or we know the guy. We, we, I mean, we saw it happen. We don't know his name, and he ran away. We don't know who it is. We haven't seen him since. We never saw him before. We never saw, we never saw him since. Would, that, would you say the same thing? Again, you would say the same thing. You'd say that the calf goes to... Um, uh, yeah, exactly. Um, but the Rambam point, the biggest example of finding the murderer to contrast it for the next example. What happens if you didn't know who murdered him? It was an unsolved murder. You did what you're supposed to do. You decapitated the calf to, to the kapara, and then the next day they find the murderer. Two agents come and they say the guy. They know who it is now. Do you see what happens? Take cover from Kaima, It's buried in its place. Or even a moment later, they catch the murderer. It's buried in its place. Sha because it was brought for the purposes of not knowing who killed them, and we have to atone for the fact that it, this was allowed to happen among the Jewish people. Keep us sveka, and it atoned for that doubt at the time. The and it keeps and it keeps doing that purpose. In other words, it stays in that state that it did. It, it served its purpose, and it, the mitzvah is done, and that 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 uh, unawareness was atoned for. The fact that you found the murder after it was decapitated, he gets murdered, he gets executed, excuse me, for murder. Shemet says, you have to destroy innocent blood. Uh, so, or excuse me, you have to rid yourself of innocent blood. So therefore, the, the murderer gets executed for murder. But the fact that, laid, the, fact that um, the fact that you might say, after we decapitated it, then we find the murderer so the whole thing was retroactive, was irrelevant. The whole purpose is for an unsolved murder. It's solved now. Fine. It was only solved after it was decapitated. So when the Shas decapitation happened, was there an unsolved murder among the Jewish people? Yes. And therefore the mitzvah was done correctly. The fact that a, a second later, a year later, whatever it is, you found the murderer, that doesn't change the fact that the mitzvah was done and it remains per Asr Bahana. And not only the, 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 the calf remains Asr Bahana, but all the halachas about being prohibited to do farm farm work, agricultural work in that spot, is uh, stands. Halacha tests we'll see. The river in which this calf gets decapitated. Also, you're not allowed to plant there forever, or to work the ground in any way. Let them forever. Any kind of agricultural work. Shem it says, boy, you can't do work there. Vlazer, you can't plant there. Now, you can't plant in a river, anyways. So he suggests over here in the footnotes. That's not what he says. He says that the river dries up. 
The banks are even allowed to ask our usher. How far so, is the so, bank? So, so, so where's the where's the the the, 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 the body of the calf buried? I, I, before I said I'm not sure. I don't know. Clearly the bank of the river. I'm not sure. But if it's thinking about agriculture, it has to be on dry land. So that's why he says you know, he says over here that even if, if, if the river ever dries up, drives up. Now according to what you're saying, which makes sense, that the calf is buried in the bank of the river, he can't, can't bury it in the river. So the chayyim means the bank of the river is also behind I'm not sure. Maybe it means the bank of the river taker, or here it says it means the river dried up. In any event, whatever, however you want to understand this dry, this, this place which is either uh, in the future will become dry or is currently dry, and he's dry enough to work, you can't do any agricultural work there. Whoever does any kind of work there relevant to the actual land, not you're standing there and you know, uh, you know, hammering nails. It means you're doing work in the land. You plow, a chafer, a dig, a zara, a plant, a not there are plant trees. Zara, not the both mean plant in English. One means planting seeds, one means planting trees. He's chayv malchus, as is a standard punishment for any lezaseh. However, do work on that location that's not relevant to the ground, like you're standing in that spot and you're just, uh, you know, uh, sowing flax or you're, or you're combing flax. Uh, I don't know how to say it. I mean linen yeah so yeah you have to call flax yeah linen. or you are you are um, mining stones there drilling stones that's if you're standing on that spot weaving the garment or sewing it that's not work relevant to the ground itself so you're now going to do work with the ground you can do work on the ground Kachamadar says, don't work there, don't plant. Because it's giving you an example of kind of work that's prohibited. Planting. Just like planting is work, it's done with the, with the land. The land is not just a location, it's work that involves the land. So too, all the Avedah we're talking about. I mean, not be done there is only permitted, permitted in the actual ground itself. Now, what's the parameters, the border where you can't do Malacha? Within Dalamas, where the, cow is, the calf is buried? Within 2,000 hours, how far does this go? If, according to the Shat and the Ha'orovi, the river drives up, if the Delaware River dries up in the future, the whole Delaware from beginning to end, you can't do Malacha? I don't know, I'm not sure. He doesn't clarify the exact parameters over here. Yud. An she'ir koeva, if you have a city which is closest to... it doesn't define river. Because correct. Because you have rivers, for example, when it comes to Tefila, that you're not allowed to use them because they dry up certain parts of the year. So over here, example, that's Maim Chayim. Over here it's Mashba, any river. That's why you can have the Ingen of it drying up. You can have, uh, uh, yeah. you, you can have where the river, river's flowing very powerfully, yeah. and then uh, all of a sudden, yeah, yeah. months later, they yeah. just totally dry. Yeah, right. yeah. Anshir Krava, the city closes to the to the to this discovered corpse, which is the one that city has to bring this decapitated calf, right? that they they cracked around, they didn't do it. Right? Because remember they find the decapitated corpse they find the corpse. Sanhedrin sends five members to go measure the closest city. They find the closest they, they decide the closest city. And then that Bezin has an obligation to do the mitzvah of That Bezin was busy with something else. Machalik is in town trying to figure out who the rov is, right? Something like that. Shemish Achu, they crouched, they waited, they did not do it yet. You could force them to do it. There's no expiration date. Even after many years. After many years, even after one year, your kipper passed. Your kipper atones for these type of things not very often. You could put him. Those who the city obligated to bring in the Egal Rufa that even though your Kippur passed or multiple your Kippur, Kippur's passed, they have to keep doing it. They have to bring it even though your Kippur passed. And therefore, they're still obligated even though there's a much later date. Now, what happens if after a long time the population passes away, people move away? Do you say that eventually that there could be like idea that the, the turnover of population is so 
uh, much, just a large percentage, more than half, for example, that no longer it's not the same city. I don't know. Question to think about.